Salutations, 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 salutations. Welcome to another installment of your favorite podcast, The Dale Ryan Report. I am Ryan Humor and... Hey, it's the ever so clever, the man with many endeavors, your favorite podcast host, Mr. About Dale Time. Peace, King. Oh, G, what's popping with you? How you feeling, no. man? Are you feeling Are you feeling as good as I'm feeling right now? Are you feeling as good as I'm feeling right now? Oh, you know I'm feeling good. You know I'm feeling good. Because, uh, come on, man. Come on, man. The Warriors? Hey, this, I got to, let me start. Let me just start. Let me just jump right into the business, man. Because, look, in. Jump hey, in, man. the Warriors came to play. They didn't really, I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. They were a little bit sloppy today. They were a little bit sloppy today. They weren't their usual selves. However, they did go out here and in championship fashion, go out here and take a strong win with that championship DNA that they do have embedded in them. However, it was a tough victory. John Moran ain't no joke. Hey, these Memphis Grizzlies ain't looking like no joke. But we looking like we ready to come in and set the challenge. We just got off of a huge win over these Denver Nuggets, a huge, huge win. We just beat the MVP. So for us now to have to go against this young, talented team is only going to show that we deserve this championship that we about to get ready to win so much more. Okay, I give you that. I um, I'm so used to, I'm so used to the Warriors being raw, that like, like being raw, that when I turned on the game, when I turned on the game, I was like, Nigga, why is he playing in Memphis? <laughs> what is, I did too. I did too. I know what you're talking about. My tele, what's wrong with my television, bro? Like, what's happening on my TV? Like, but I was like, I was like, oh yeah, they they two C, man. They two C. Right. That's when I realized. That's when I realized we were on like a, a inter, we were in like a, a interesting situation when it came to pressure, because I still feel like I still believe that it's on us to win that game. Like they say, it's not a series until like somebody loses a home game. Right. But I don't think this is a situation where it's like, okay, we can just give up too, and then we'll just, <laughs> and then we'll just win two at home and go back and forth. Like, nah, like ain't no no like in a way, in a weird way, in a weird way. This is a um, this is this was a must win game for me. Like in my eyes, I kind of feel like after doing our after doing our Jordan Poole experiment not experiment, but yeah, experiment as far as having him start and then letting Steph Curry heal. I feel like just working through that and then going in and be like, all right, well, now everybody healthy and we good. We need this W. So I'm watching the game. Like, we really need this. Like, we have to win this game. That's how I saw it in my eyes. So I thought it was cool to, like, go ahead and steal one from them when the game started to get away from us. I was like, yo, I mean, it would be cool to steal this game, especially when Draymond just want to start. When Jeremiah start just getting like I am Sam and just doing I am Sam type of stuff, I'm not gonna say the word. I'm just gonna say I am Sam. I get confused as to how a man's basketball IQ can be so high, so high, but he do stuff like he be doing like non slick stuff too. Like people like Patrick Beverly, Chris Paul, Rondo, young homie from the Pelicans. I forget his name, but he on the he on like he get into like his Chris Paul stuff, so doing his little sneaky stuff. These dudes got high basketball IQ, but they sneak in a little bit, and sneak you. But it's like, it's like Draymond, Draymond dropped like a triple-double, dimes behind the head, like no looks, everything. He would tell people to post up, quarterback in the game, and the next play be like, hey, ref, watch me choke this nigga out. Like, <laughs> but be like, hey, ref, look, though. Like, and it's so weird because the way he moves, the way he moves, he's a, he's a, he's a DeMarcus Cousins enemy of the game. 
So right. he's wanted, he's on every wanted poster, right? right? I've seen Demarcus Cousins get texts just for being Demarcus Cousins, like, hey, bro, just for gotta, being there gotta, on the bench. They be looking at Demarcus like, hey, you got to smile more, like, bro, I didn't even do nothing. Like, you did something. Everybody, like, ah, that's what you get. Nobody believed. But Draymond, like, dog, and I, and like, I'm gonna say, I'll go out on the limit and say that Draymond's Draymond's basketball IQ is like higher than than Demarcus Cousins just because of what the positions they have to play. Demarcus Cousins obviously in his younger days he was a bucket getter. That was his thing. That's why he was worth. That's why he was worth a hundred million dollars. He got buckets. Period. Mm-hmm. Is in running for MVP at one point. Bucket getter. Draymond's lasted as long as his high basketball IQ. So it's confusing to me how you could do both. So once he got ejected, I'm like, all right, well, you know, uh. I'll take this L. I will accept it. But they rallied together, man. That was that was dope. That was I was really happy to see that W. Man, we uh we got the W out of one sixteen to uh one seventeen. You know, I gotta on the road. I gotta say this though, because you mentioned about the Jordan Poole um, experiment in a lot of ways, which which of course has been a total success and. I think though we've seen this throughout the season, especially with the Warriors having so many people um, lost or so many people hurt or on the injury reserve throughout our regular season, we got to see a lot of the samples of of our bench or our up and coming talent. But one person that stuck out to me and the amount of defense that he played on John Morant was Gary Payton II. Um, Definitely some tremendous play from this young man. I think, um, you know, he's, he's this is his this is his series for him to get you know what i'm saying to 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 show his the value that he's already been showed but just get more spotlight for it because i think i think um this is going to be a magnificent game and a good and a great matchup of these two young players just being able to go you know somebody like uh gary payton jr whose dad is just known for the defense but him also, but Gary Payton Jr. also quickly building up his name as being one of the most sneakiest backdoor cutters we've seen in a long time. Somebody who just pops up and just gives you a dunk, or just the way he finishes at the bucket is just, it's just so great, man. And it's just really good to see this, and it's really good to see a mixture of these, these season players, these season championship players against these mixtures of like seasoned young guys coming in the game too these these these, these young vets because like I, I that's what i want to say they are they like some young vets it's like the way they play is like like it seemed like john Morant them been in the game like we done been facing him somehow <laughs> wait a minute the way this young boy playing but but uh but the way that even it's just funny too to just see to see how many of these people out there are a son to somebody who was once in the league to just so many combinations of issues built around early teams. I mean, I know John Morant dad didn't play in the league, but when you just look around, I'm just looking as they just showing, they show like Dale Curry. Then, you know what I'm saying? I was thinking about the other game when they played against the Nuggets and they showed Gary Payton in the stands too. I was thinking about like, that gotta be crazy sometimes, but. I think, yeah. I think, you know, I think it's a, it's an interesting like contrast to like, cause you got like, not only do you got like, not only do you have the players who are kids of like people that retired, you got John Morant, who was a player of a fan, right? right. So it all, it all comes full circle. Like for all we know, like T Morant, who was John Morant's dad, he might have been like in the stands, like watching Gary Payton Senior play, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so like even though John Morant's pops was in the league, he was like, he was like, I remember when I used to sit up there. 
and watched mm-hmm. the game. I used to be in a nosebleed. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, now my son then came up, now I can sit here. And right. then the kid, and then Gary Payton's dad probably thinking about, I mean, when I used to ball, now he's watching his son. So everything and all, it's cool. It's cool how that all that all work itself out. And I, I do definitely enjoy. I know it, I know I'm not really sure how society or America feels about people's pops being at the game and getting they like Lavar getting their Lavar ball on. But like I love that because yeah. everybody that we see courtside, like we never know who they are. So right. the way I see it, and I'm not, I don't know what anyone's financial situation is. Maybe, maybe some players don't want to get a maybe some players don't want to buy their parents' courtside tickets. Or maybe some parents do be sitting courtside. We just don't know who they is. We know who T. Morant is, and it's making yeah. the game more entertaining. I rather his thing. I rather see him than like Jack Nicholson for years because <laughs> I don't know because Jack Nicholson just there because he rich. Yeah. He right there. He right there because his son is like an MVP candidate. So I love that shit. I'm loving that. One thing that I am torn about in my lifetime is this. This is like one of the first times in my life. One of the first times except when I was a bookie. This is one of the first times in my life, like, rooting against the Grizzlies in the playoffs. Because, mm-hmm. man, like, I've always had, like, a soft spot in my heart, like, for the Grizzlies. Like, I'm talking about, like, this, like, before before the Zebo days, I'm talking about, like, the Jason Williams, like, Jason Williams, like, Paul Gasol, uh, like Shane Battier days, like, Hubie Brown, oh, Hubie okay. Brown days. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. then after that, and then after that, they you obviously got the, the Mike Conley, the, uh, the Mike Conley, the the Paul Gasol little brother Zebo days, Rudy Gay, you got those days. So, and they always been like super scrappy. And they used to play against OKC when I didn't like OKC. So I always had like a soft spot in my heart for them. But once they start like once the team once they start tearing the team apart, I was like, all right, they saw good. They lost the identity. So I was happy to see them be good again. But now they're playing us. So John Moran, he got to win some other time. I just right. don't want John. Ja, he got to win some other time. He got to win some other time. We got to get the Warriors. <laughs> The Warriors are just one chip. We got to get one more chip. He got to be happy. He got around Seth Brown since he, 2015. Yeah, he got to earn his. And, but this is the thing, right? I don't want him to like. I don't want him to like overly earn his. Because here's the thing, bro. When it comes to when it comes to these like prolific scoring. Oh, I know players, exactly what you're saying. I was thinking about this already. It comes yeah, to prolific great. scoring players, and I'm not even talking about the ring, right? I'm talking about big winners versus bucket getters. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is this, right? It's only like so long that you can like be a bucket getter. And they're like, but did you win though? And mm-hmm. and like, so when you got when you got AI, when you got Carl Malone, you got Charles Barkley, be like, they didn't, you got uh, and then Reggie Miller, you be like, they didn't win, but they made it to the finals and they got hella buckets though. So right. we all know they were supposed to win, right? But then when you look at somebody like a T Mac, you'd be like, the hist- history is not kind. History, some like revisionist history now be like, T Mac wasn't nowhere near as good as Kobe. Yes, he was. But people, but people are done. No, it was it wasn't even close, bro. It was close. Nope. And 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 history won't be kind to you. And that's about and that's what's about to happen with the with the man Dame Lillard, with the man Donovan Mitchell. You see it happening with Westbrook right now. I just don't mm-hmm. want Jada to end up being one of those dudes. He once he hope that's what I'm saying. He can win later. Like he didn't even got to win a ring. Just carry your team to the finals. So people be like, oh, he was the man. Because that's what AI did. That's what Charles Barkley did. And that's what um, Carl Malone did. Just take your team to the finals and they'll respect you. But if you're just getting buckets, you never make the finals, they'll be like, you wasn't ever shit. Like, you you really, like, you should have never been drafted. Honestly, like, I don't even know. Honestly, you should have been aborted. Like, damn, for real, that's how they treat you. You know how it be once you get older? People getting buckets ain't cute no more when you get older. Niggas want to nah. see. Niggas want to see the finals. Right. So I just, I'm just, I'm just hoping, I'm hoping that he wins. Even, bro, even Dirk Nowitzki, right? When Dirk, when Dirk lost to Shaquille O'Neal and Dwayne Wade, 
in the finals, there's like Dirk be getting buckets when he carries team finals finals. So it's cool. Like we know Dirk Raw. Then he beat LeBron in them. So it's like, oh, he got a ring. But even before that, like, nah, he took his team to the finals. So it's cool. It's cool. But if you don't get that, if you don't even people are people will call you a loser. They'll call you a loser. Right. They'll call you a loser. <laughs> no, but you know, you know, <laughs> you know what, you know, you know what, but again, to your to your point, you don't want him to get his fame so quick that he becomes almost a Dwayne Wade. To a point where it's like Dwayne Wade first year, he got a ship with Shaq. You know what I'm saying? So, and you know, after being drafted, uh, you know, not really even being the bigger name out of the big three that came out of that year, he ended up winning a, 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 a ring with Shaq. Not saying he didn't deserve it and not saying he wasn't a hell of a player. Yeah. Imagine if he didn't get that ring with Shaq, right? He wouldn't have got a ring probably to him and LeBron teamed up. I mean, nah, nah, he wasn't gonna get one. The thing yeah. was this, right? Well, so when the thing was like, so when the way he would have been a hell of a scorer, though. He but he would have yeah. been well, he was like he got yeah. he won he won he won finals MVP. Dwayne Wade averaged 35 points those finals. He yeah, averaged 35 exactly. points. He was balling. So he was they, balling. And they won yeah. like the thing is like this. So Dwayne Wade, that wasn't the that wasn't the 2000, that wasn't the 2000, uh the 2003 draft. Hey. Oh yeah, draft. I think him and LeBron on them came in in 2003. Uh, Shaq, Shaq left. That was again. Shaq left the um, Shaq left the Warriors like Shaq left the Lakers like 2005, and they won like that year. So it was, like about two years after he was in, and it was so crazy because uh, Van Gundy, Stan Van Gundy was coaching the team, right? But Pat Pat Riley was like, "Hey, we about to get Shaq. Hey, um, so you got you you gotta go." <laughs> so Pat Riley, Pat Riley was so sure they was gonna win the chip. Pat Riley fired Sam and Gunny, and Sam and Gunny went over to went over to the Orlando Magic to go to go coach Dwight Howard. Yeah, Pat yeah. Riley they went in the whole chip. They had they had a dope team. Was unlimited best. They had mm-hmm. Alonzo Mourning. Obviously, Donald Haslam was still there. You got Dwayne Wade. Shane Betty was on the team. Yeah. Jason Williams and Jason Williams and Gary Payton warming the bench. Like, I'm about to get this ring. About to get this ring. <laughs> but me personally. I think that fame, I honestly, but I think that fame is cool. That's like yeah. that. I think that I, I think that Patrick Mahomes fame is good. Like you pop up, you win that ring, and you good. It's like it's like the Aaron Rodgers fame. You win a ring, and they'd be like, win a ring early. They'd be like, you hella good. Then 10 years go by, like, hold on, bro. Like, who, who, bro, where the, where the other rings at? Yeah. So, so like if 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 job beat us, go get your ring, young man. And then no, you, I, I was gonna say that. If he if he beat us, he deserves to go. Yeah, of course yeah. we gonna of course we gonna say that. Yeah, nigga, we gonna say that. Like, yeah, yeah, nigga, you deserve it. You beat us, nigga. Yeah, nigga. He deserved it. He yeah, deserved, he deserved, he deserved yeah. the whole right. world. But tonight, 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 we boot that ass. But tonight nah, we gonna get in that mouth. So yeah, I mean, I think it's uh. So man, shout out to them. And I think for us, it was a very interesting game because, like, obviously Draymond got ejected. Uh, we shot right. thirty. We shot thirty six percent from the three point line. The Grizzlies shot forty percent, and they didn't even shoot that. They didn't even shoot that well. But we it was let a, them sh- that, that we forced them to shoot, though. Yeah, we yeah we did, and I think that I think that that's going to be an ill thing for John Moran if he can get that if he can get that three ball going eventually. Because the thing is, is like this, right? So in the group chat, one of our with one of our uh, show with one of our show contributors, child Dizzy Dead Vegas, he talking about man John Moran do the same ass moves going left, going left all the time. So they they call a timeout and what play they write up? Go left. So he <laughs> go left, but he barely missed it. You know what's interesting? When I was younger, when I was a young hooper, I used to people that had the same move all the time would piss me off. Yeah, like Tony Parker. Tony Parker, Tony Parker, Tony Parker, triple, 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 one hand, one hand. Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Mm. Same move. As I got older, though, I started to like realize and started to understand mastery. I was like, if one move has made you $100 million and you that good, if you that good, if you that good, then get your money, young man. Yeah. Like if you, if you, if that's the one, if, if it's, if all these basketball players in the world, can nobody stop that one move? Keep on, keep on keeping on good brother. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be on. one dimensional to this money. <laughs> For real. This, this bank account one dimensional. Right. So yeah, man, do, do you feel like, this is my question for you regarding this game. Do you believe that? Oh, wait, wait let me ask you this. How do you feel about the Draymond foul? Um, I, I think, I think he was, I think he was a little bit, I think he was a little bit too hard on it, but I do think, I don't think it was intentional. I think he was just playing hard. And I think, I think he, the show, the, for him to check on the player, to, to check on Clark right after the game, I felt like that, that was good intent. Like, oh, I didn't really mean that. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't trying to hit you in your face. And I think he was just really, I don't even think it was a term tragedy because I think he was trying to explain it to uh, to Stephen Kerr. To, he was like, I got, my finger got caught in and I was just coming down. And that's why I checked on him. I mean, he's strong. Pulled the little nigga down. Got to gotta, gotta hit the weight room. But then I, but no, another thing is why, another thing is, another thing is why is this too? Because throughout the rest of the game, Clark started just falling all over the court. Like, oh, well, I got that one. I'm going to just do this shit for the rest of the game. Right. I'm gonna do this shit for the rest of the game now. I'm gonna try to get as many fouls as I can. I think I think when it comes to, I think when it comes to Draymond, like like with great with great power comes great responsibility. So when it comes to players like that that are good at like that are good at flopping or doing sneaky shit or doing like going being like overzealous with fouls, you don't get the benefit of the doubt of pull somebody down and help them. Like with anybody else, like, with anybody else, like look, I help. With Draymond, it's like nigga, we know you help, so don't look that bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, like, I help. Yeah, nigga, whatever. Like, I know you already doing that shit, nigga, so it don't need to look bad. Like, no, right. see, look, look, look at me. Not that, look at me shit. Look at me. Look, I'm helping. Shut up, nigga. Like, because most most people would most people would pull and then be like, uh, 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 and but he's so good at it. Of course, yeah. of course, it's this, of course, this isn't a nut kick before he walked, but this is like a you like you don't get the benefit of the doubt of the help. So when Stephen A. Smith and Jalen Rose are on halftime, like, but the help, he helped. It's like somebody, somebody, somebody steal your wallet to help you look for it. Like, oh, nigga, if I stuck your why would I help you look for it? <laughs> why would I, nigga? But look, like, yo, is that my wallet in your back pocket? Huh? And nigga Honda, nigga, no, you drive a Toyota. <laughs> because you're a thief, cuz that's why. <laughs> so, man, for those of y'all that did not see the game, watch check out the highlights. It's some smooth. It's some I, well, actually people all the highlights, man. Because the Celtics Buck team was ill too. I'm not gonna give that right. away from y'all, but it was that was a great game. That was, was a that was a good game. And and and, and um, I don't want to I don't want to get you right. I don't want to give it up in case somebody ain't watching. I mean, it's over. Somebody should you should have watched this. It's game. over. Good yeah, you should have watched it. Yeah, you should have watched this game. I you mean, watched it by now. <laughs> you should have watched it. Like I'm telling you, like oh hold on, like it's a, like it's a big episode, like it's snowfall or some shit like that. Spoiler, right? <laughs> nah, nah, a great uh, a great game. I mean, Giannis without without Chris Middleton, bro. I really honestly, I thought them going to this um, going this going against in this tested Boston team. I thought that they would have. I thought they would have a little problem without Chris Middleton being, of course, they they second biggest they second biggest scorer. And I mean, the way that we just seen the way Jason Tatum and George just monstered over 
uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, uh, and Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons on the bench, but still he got monstered over too because they could talk. They, the way they still talking about that fool, like, see Ben, that's the reason why they didn't win. Like, ain't got nothing to do with it, but 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 poor like, Ben, bro. But poor Ben, but poor Ben. But Giannis was balling, and not and not to say that that, that Tatum was Tatum was balling too, but Giannis is in that era. The thing about it is, is is this too, is Giannis is a whole different threat. After you've been playing against, after you've been sitting over here playing against KD and just getting and having to worry about whether they're going to shoot it from, from the three all day, or you might have to worry about just dribble, 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 hezzy, 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 hezzy from Kyrie mm-hmm. all day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, uh, uh, just, oh, shit, hurt my neck and shit, fucking with this motherfucker. Smart diving everywhere. Like, now you got to come to just, now you got to come. Now you now you gotta come against this. Now you gotta come against this very big fucking Milwaukee Bucks team. Yeah. And I they are very like like honestly, I think about it to me in a lot of ways, they may be even our biggest threat towards now looking at it of if we were to get to the finals, that's gonna be a big threat because we look so small. But yeah, the buck the bucks, the bucks go hard, bro. Like they yeah. Like Drew, like Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday is a is an animal guard. Yeah, like he is he run over anybody, any any hit you, any hit you in the face with a jumper. So mm-hmm. no, they'll be a threat. But I'm not I'm not here for those type of threats right now, Dale. I don't need you talking about what we got to do when we get to the finals. Let's just listen. Let's listen, just get man. there. <laughs> listen, man. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to worry about all that because I don't even want to think about Giannis. Giannis is an animal. I'm not listen. I wanted somebody to see this on the highlights, but Giannis. Threw an alley to himself off the backboard in a half court set. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm just saying, man, like that's the type of stuff they're doing. <laughs> that's the type of stuff they're doing right now. So shit. Oh, I kind of feel like I'm not gonna say the next game is a must win too, but it would be cool to just like go up on them 2-0. Because these young cats, I'm going back to words right now. These young cats you. is like. They really resilient, so we can't really punch them in their chest. Like they don't even really know they just lost a home game. They just like whatever. We gonna play tomorrow. That's how they feel. So I'm 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 kind of concerned in the way. You know what I mean? So it's the music they listen to. It's because Kodak because Kodak, Kodak is they Wayne because Kodak is they Wayne man. So I don't know. I kind of feel like this is what I this is what I want to do for some of the people in case you don't get a chance to check out the sports center highlights or after you do check out the sports center highlights. There's some other highlights that y'all should check out as well. In case y'all didn't know, one of your favorite states in the union, Florida, has a sheriff yeah. that basically does his own highlight reels on everything that's going on. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let your favorite podcast host about Del Time tell you about <laughs> his latest highlight. Hey, about his latest highlight, man. It wasn't a it wasn't a good one. That's what I got to say. Most of his highlights are pretty good, and usually it's about him bringing down crime and stop him and how his team did such a good job getting the bricks here or whether him rapping a rap song to us or just telling us how florida where he's from is shutting shit down however this time he happened to have to talk about one of his own uh well maybe not one of his own that's his own that's his own so a volunteer a volunteer police officer actually caught selling drugs out of his patrol car <laughs> and um <laughs> in a sting operation set up by 
by the Livingston Police uh Police Department and down there in Florida. And the funniest thing about this reel is it's just because how honest and brutal he was to himself. Like he took this to the chin. He yeah, we fucked up. We messed up. Not to mention the fact that not only did they mess up because allowing this man to first off get caught selling drugs out of a volunteer, all of a volunteer, uh, out of a volunteer patrol car, but also the fact that turns out years ago, he was actually a convict for first degree burglary. So he already spent some time in jail and he couldn't even, the thing that was funny, another thing that was funny was he kept bragging about how much of a good volunteer he was. And I was thinking in my mind, look, if he didn't get caught, right? So my question to you, my question to you, Ryan Humor, is if he didn't get caught, is this the perfect crime though, low key? I mean, first, man, listen, one, it's a perfect crime, but here's the thing, it's not even a crime. It's not even a crime, man. Let me let me explain. Let me explain. Listen, this man, this man was a volunteer for 12 years. Right. They don't pay their volunteers. He was selling, he was selling Tylenol, uh, Tylenol, uh Oxycontin. Uh, what wasn't it? Was it Percocet? It's Oxycontin? Okay, selling he's selling Tylenol. Like selling Oxycontin. Methamphetamines. No, nah, hell no, nah, well, hell no, nah, it wasn't amphetamine. <laughs> hell no, nah, it was oxycontin. He was selling oxycontin because he had he had he had surgery. He had surgery on his yeah, back. Yeah, he had got surgery. He was he getting 90, 90 pills. It was he, Oxycontin. It was Oxycontin. It was Oxycontin. He gets 90 pills a month, and he sells each pill for $10 to the street people. So he make mm-hmm. he making a little, he making a cool little what? Like, that's $900 a month. He making 900 a month, right? They right. don't pay their volunteers. They don't pay but their volunteers. Hear me out. Look, hear me okay. out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Right. He's been volunteering for 12 years, and they haven't had no complaints about him. He, they haven't gotten any complaints about him. Why? Why? Because obviously he's helping out the community. That's what volunteers, that's what that's what police volunteers are supposed to do. They're supposed to help the community. So me and Dale grew up in a city that had these people that was police volunteers. They was called SHARP. They was called Seniors Helping Around Resident People. Just helping out and to helping out. They wouldn't help with shit. Know. I never knew what that acronym means, but they now didn't I know. With, they didn't help with shit. <laughs> They didn't help Nothing. with I, shit. I never saw Sharp. I'm the only, I would see him, but I would just see the thing on the side. In fact, Sharp. With the sneaky, with the, with the all black. Was that the one with the all black? Like, or is that, or is that, uh, with the, like, they had the little hat look like, you know, it looked like Carmen from, uh, trying to find Carmen in San Diego or trying to find. <laughs> no, nah, they didn't have a hat. Those are like, those are forest rangers. <laughs> no, no, not the forest rangers. This is the one. It'd be like a silhouette. It'd be like a silhouette. It'd be like a black silhouette. And that's, you, neighborhood, that's neighborhood watch. Okay, that is neighborhood that's watch. Neighborhood right, watch. Right. We had a sharp office. It was seniors helping around resident people. Some shit like that. That's I know what it was. was. I know. Okay, had, but, but they, they didn't help. They didn't help with shit. They, they didn't help with nothing. They never. They never drove Wait, by. Help, if if they was helping at that time, if we would have been in trouble. Listen, all I know is there'd be times when like maybe we needed a ride and we try to stop them. And they help us with Dude. shit. Or our ball, our ball got flat, and we need to pump. They help us with shit. No, nah, that was fucked up. That was they, the black. They never helped us with what I'm saying. One time I hurt my knee. They have Oxycontin? No. But this guy, <laughs> this guy driving around the neighborhood, passing out Oxycontin to the people. And the culprit, he's selling it for $10. $10. So it's even, he's selling it for 10 So it's not even like, he's not like, 
winning. He's not Pablo Escobar, bro. He's just helping people out. Do you know how hard it is to get a prescription for Oxycontin? Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you this. What should he do? Should he take him himself and just be all drugged out? Right. Or should he or should he just give him out to kids? Or should he just sell them? Like, what should he do? So the reason why they had no, the reason why they like, and that's why the, the dude was like, he's such a good officer. Like, we have no no complaints. Everybody likes him. Like, he's such a good guy. He kept saying that they'll over, they'll, I listened to the whole Tim and yeah. he's like, he's such a good guy. He just he got under our radar. Such a good guy. Such a good guy. Well, shit. You know what I mean? It's Oxycontin. So, but do you think it made it worse that he happened to already have this previous conviction. And I think, I think what, I think what, what made this particular situation, though it was one situation so heightened is because of the state's miss, they, they're miss, um, they're, they're, they're looking under the radar of letting this dude be a volunteer for 12 years and not doing an accurate background check of him being a convict. I think so. And this is, as I listened to the video, I was like, wait a minute. Y'all, I don't like the way that y'all aren't taking responsibility for this. But as the right. video continued towards the end, they took more and more responsibility. They was like, we they was like, after we found out about this, we ran through our database and checked on all 300 volunteers. We all good. There ain't no other problems. Not that I don't, not that I think they would tell us. They said there ain't no other problem. We check all the volunteers, and our volunteers don't go through the type of background checks that our actual employees do, mm-hmm. but. It's a more stringent background check than a private company. And I'm here to say, no, it's not. You're not about to get me with that bullshit. Like it's not, a, it's, it's not as deep, it's not as deep as our sheriffs, but it's better than y'all shit y'all got out there. No, it's not. No, it's not. I run background checks all the time. I, and I know when shit come back, we see it. If somebody has a whole ass felony, if your background check don't pull that up, then y'all not background checking nobody. Listen, yeah. I almost listen. I'm listening, bro. I did a, I did a, I almost got a job at Hershey's and they background checked the shit out of me. They called my preschool teacher's grandmother because my preschool teacher died. There's like, hey, hey, you know Ryan Humor? There's like, yeah, is he about that life? There's like, no, nah, he's not about that life. He was a good kid, according to my grandma. Like that. They do they do that type of shit. And back, and it's just the thing. I'm gonna tell you what's popping. I'm gonna tell you what's popping. And this is who I blame. Background checks cost money depending on who you go through, like depending on the type of like agency you go through there's different levels there's like basic pro extreme whatever all the shit right there's different levels of background check and the thing is this here's the thing y'all just wasn't background checking your volunteers because how the hell how the hell are you gonna tell me that your background check is more important than the private in the private industry and your volunteers don't do background check it's like your employees but trying to know somebody out of felony right what the fuck is a background check for then <laughs> And they go, dude was they like, didn't do no background check. Dude they was didn't. like, I do was like, obviously there was an oversight based on the person that did it, and that person's been gone for a long time. Of course, yeah. of course, of course. Don't know his name. But 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 as the video went on, I saw him take responsibility for it, man. Like we we messed up. And I do, you know what? I do appreciate that because some people would say, like I said earlier, I don't know if they would tell us if they found any anybody else. You know what they would? Because here's the thing with that particular sheriff this nigga be having highlights everything pop off he'd be like yo we caught this one nigga he was having sex with an alligator it would never happen again not in my florida like that he got those type of highlights y'all should mm-hmm. check it out what's his name dale i don't uh what's his actual name i oh know he's God. polk county i know he's from polk county just know that uh hold on, i got yeah. it i got it i got it i got it i got it hold on hold on hold on hold on bear with me Bear with me. I'm bare. We bearing. Okay. Bearing. I thought you was looking while I was bearing. 
No, nah, said dude's we, name. Now nah, hold up, I got it, I got it, I got it. Don't too look long. up Polk County Sheriff Curtis Hayes. Curtis Hayes. So Curtis Hayes. No, <laughs> that's it. Oh wait, that's no, the, that's, no, that's the guy. That's no, that's the, guy's the name. that's the no, that's the that's the Confederate. That's the Confederate yeah, mayor yeah. guy. Anyway, <laughs> Dilla, get to the name. But look, here's my point. I appreciate him coming out and be like, yo, you know what? Our organization messed up because some people don't got to tell you stuff like this. Because this, this is what ends up happening. When people don't necessarily report these type of things, this is what happens. Some something stubby a police officer who would get a DUI, right? And then one of his friends will let him off. And then we find out about that. And they start digging deeper and be like, hey, did you, hey, did you know that they had a volunteer that got caught selling, selling drugs a few years ago when you had to sign a waiver and they didn't even send him to jail? And that's how this type of stuff happens. You got to tell the public immediately, like, hey, man, we messed up. We right. messed up real bad. So I, I can I can appreciate that from them. I do appreciate the honesty. But I, honestly, I don't, I, man, listen, if I got to say it, I don't necessarily think that it was that bad in my eyes. Like, I feel like I believe that that guy should get a slap on the wrist. And the slap on the wrist should just be he should have to go do like some counseling or whatever. Like some um what you call I think, it? I think I think his, I think it should be have time served. He was already, hey, if he, and listen, if you could sit there and say he was a good volunteer, then give him time served. He volunteered already for you. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like in his 12 years, like that's what I, here's the thing. Legally, like they have they have state laws, you can't even let people intern for only a certain amount of time. How the hell you got this grown ass man volunteering for 12 years and you wasn't wondering how he's paying his bills? Who gonna right. volunteer somewhere for 12 years? He could have been a doctor. It takes 12 years to be a doctor. So he just yeah. willy-nilly going to work every time nobody ever asked, like, damn, how he just be like here for free? How right. he just living? But the burglary was from 50 years ago. You know, the paperwork's gonna be right anyway. So, but the officer name was Judd, just so you can know that. Okay, cool. Y'all check Girl, him out. Judd. Florida, uh, Sheriff Jeb from Florida, y'all check him out. His highlights is kind of dope. But like something else happened where I'm not about to just let this dude just get off completely scot free. Like, yeah, he an old dude and he ain't selling oxycodone. But here's the thing: like when you quit, when you like committing crimes and stuff, and this ain't really about karma. This is more about you can. I told you about this a few days ago. You can have anything, but you can't have everything. You know what I mean? So like when he, he this guy is selling drugs, like. He's selling drugs out of his police car. Now that's but that was stupid. Though. Now come on, yeah, that's what I mean. No, that's oh. what I mean. I'm not about to let him just get off like he's an old man and he didn't know. He should know better. To, no, no, like nigga, <laughs> that's all I got. Come on, dog. Like, come on, dog. And that's why I kind of like the police got the police at the police have to do something. If you were selling just on the corner down the street, if you was on a bicycle, if you wasn't, if you was renting a car, if you was an Uber, I think they may have been like. All right, bro. You know you just can't you can't be here no more. It's wild. But you in that car, like, like what do you? Come on, oh nigga, like and, and, and then the disrespectful. Like, and then the recording nigga was like, they was like, hey, you in the popo car? He was like, yeah, like just giving up it all, like like yeah, that's me trying to do everything secret too. Like meet me over here, but I'm gonna be in a police car. Like that's so stupid. That's what like, I mean, bro. Like that's what I'm talking about. Like it, and this happens in every. He thought happens. he was flexing. He thought he was flexing. That's that old nigga flex. Like, I don't nigga, even look. think, nah, Dale, that's not, that, that's, that's on the that flex, nigga flex. That's an old nigga flex. That's an old nigga flex. Like, nigga, know, I'm out here selling drugs. I'm out here selling drugs in a police car. These niggas can't stop me. Okay, shit. A, a flex is a flex is this. If you if you cheating, <laughs> if you cheating, right? A flex is a flex is taking your side chick to the mall and buying her a bag. But taking your chick 
taking your side chick to the movies in the same city that where your girl actually live at, you just wildin'. Like that's not a flex. You just, you just, and he was wildin'. I'm not, I can't even, I can't even give him credit to say that's a flex. See, you just see, wildin'. See, see, I'm gonna go back to your example. I'm gonna go back to your example. So okay. why I say it's a young nigga old, it's a young nigga old nigga flex though. Because look, in his mind, it made it seem like he took him, like his main chick and his side chick to the mall and bought both of them bitches bags. <laughs> You're a brilliant man, Montague. You're a brilliant man. That makes complete sense. <laughs> that's that's a ridiculous, but it's true. But it's true. No, that's perfect. That's, that's You're right. That's exactly what he did. But I just, you know, I think, he didn't know they was gonna fight. He didn't know they was gonna fight when they got in the car because of who bag was better. That's what happened. That's what happened. I just, I just think I don't even know. That's like the type of disrespectful stuff where, like, you do something. And like you know, the worst is gonna come. Cause you know how all, all of us have vices and all of us like succumb to our demons and be like, damn, I shouldn't do that shit. And you be right. in your mind, you'd be like, if I'm gonna do this, let me at least do this thing. Like, if I'm gonna do this, let me at least do this. Right. We all be in those situations. I don't gotta get that graphic or detailed right now. And have some of y'all have flashbacks. If you're gonna do this thing, let me not just be let me not just be like completely reckless, you know what yeah. I mean? Like. But he was like, you know, I gotta get this, I gotta get these drugs off, and gas is high, and they they put gas in the police car, so if I'm gonna get these drugs, I might as well just drive their shit. Damn, bro, for real, you almost said that's a situation where you leave them no choice. You leave them no choice in situations like that. Like, I forget what company, I forget what company it was, bro. But this guy, uh, this guy extorted like he this guy extorted like three hundred thousand dollars from this company or whatever, right? And the stuff he was buying was so crazy. Like so much so the the way they found out, the way they found out that he was spending so much money, Dale, is because uh, like he 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 got so greedy that he stopped timing it correctly and like corporate checks were bouncing. Right, fucking up. Like, nigga, like you you messing up. The thing is, if you're gonna do if you're gonna do illegal stuff, I'm gonna just tell y'all this right now. If some situations, if you're doing shady stuff, you're obviously messing up people's money. But in certain situations, when you like doing shady stuff, that's like a victimless crime. Don't mess up anybody else's money. Right. You know what I mean? Like, don't mess up nobody else's money. Like, if you got to scam somebody out of their account, okay, cool. But, like, check their bill pay and find out when they shit's supposed to go out. You got access? You going to take all my bread? At least don't have my phone get cut off. Leave me a hundred, couple hundred dollars in there to pay my phone bill. Because my phone get cut off. How am I going to report that I didn't need that? <laughs> At that point, it's a victim crime. At that point, it's a victim <laughs> You know what I mean? It like, went from Mr. Meter to now probably me. Yeah, man. Like, give me a give me an op because that's what that's what scammers say. Scammers be like, scammers and drug dealers, but it's a victimless crime. Okay, cool, bro. But like Lee, don't have my phone get cut off because if I if I can't report it and get it fixed at this point, we got a victim. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you're selling drugs on the block or whatever, like I mean, that's cool, but like don't be selling drugs like outside of like the check cash in place, like. Come on, man. Like, you're messing up people's money. Like, so that shit's a liquor store. So that shit's... So that shit's... I just got got paid. Give me about five minutes away. Okay, I'll check, right? You know what it is. People's money, man. You got to go sell drugs at the liquor store where niggas are already trying to destroy their life. Don't be trying to sell them... Like right outside. No, nah, you yeah. can't be, you know, don't go sell it at the liquor store. Cause look, don't go sell it at the liquor store. Cause look, you got kids going there trying to get now laters. You don't need the now laters thinking like over there, like he running low because ain't no ain't no ain't no winos coming because he done knocked all the winos off. Now he got them addicted to heroin. So now they've been addicted to heroin. Now he only can sell to the kids. Look, and that's man. how you put dope 
in the in the community. That's part of best part of growing up as a kid. You've been there. We all but, been there. You don't. You listen. I know. Been, let's stop that. Been here, we all been here. I got too many friends who trust you. We had to walk past. We had to walk. We had to walk past JJ and them to go in right. the, to go in the Jimmy's. And your option was going in and buy now later, or going in and buy beef jerky, yeah. or or buy or buy drugs from JJ. So yeah. some of us, some of us, some of us went in there and bought now letters, and some of us been on drugs since then, exactly. now and later. So that's just how it is. So that's, that's part of growing up. That's part of being an adult. It's part of being an adult. And ain't nobody seen JJ since. Now ain't he nobody's seen JJ since. <laughs> well, they he just got arrested. He just got arrested. <laughs> But listen, listen. Hey, listen you, I got another. I got another take on this though. And look, this is my thought. He old, right? He old. I think this. He old, but is he fucking it up for the doctor who was prescribing the medicine to him? Nah, he ain't fucking it up for him. Nah, nah, because um, because like, essentially. What you want to make sure you do for people that are after surgery and things like that, you don't want to, you want to make sure that they're not under prescribed okay. like at that point. So, I mean, maybe as far as like the check-ins go or whatever, maybe not, but to dig deeper, if he's been, I don't know, they said, I don't, I know he's been volunteering for 12 years. I don't know how long he's been moving this rock. If he's been moving this rock for a long time, there's a possibility he may have a stolen pad as well. Cause you only get those pills for so long. So the pad may be stolen too. Like you don't get. No, they 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 looked into it and found that he had been getting prescribed. The they they were able to to identify how many where he was getting prescribed for and what the injury was. Okay, all right. Well, hey man, if you got the injury, if you got the injury or whatever, and your insurance is paying for it, yeah. then the doctor, all the doctor can do is write it out. And honestly, here's the thing: like when it comes to like prescription, what they can do. When it comes to when it comes to prescription and shit like that, they talk about people getting like overly diagnosed. I'm gonna tell you all this. The reason that shit is like, it's an epidemic, but it's not like a big, big deal is because it's about an individual responsibility too. I'm going to explain this to you. When I first hurt my leg in 2010, Dale, mm-hmm. uh, they sent me, these niggas didn't know I had health insurance. So they sent me to a clinic, even though I gave them my car. I showed them basketball shorts. They just sent me to some clinic. Later on, I was like, hey man, I heard from nobody in a week. What's going on? They're like, where'd you go? I was like, I went there. It was like, do you have health insurance? I was like, yeah. They was like, oh, you're supposed to go to this one place. Then I got my surgery. It was crazy. But when I went to the clinic, I was like, my mom, my shit killing me. And dude was like, okay, here's some Percocet. And I was like, all right, whatever. I don't know what this shit is, but this is before future, right? I took a Percocet down and was like, what is this shit? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh my God. When they were all gone, I had to call the people like, hey man, where's my surgery at? Like I, this, it's been, it's been a week. Like this ain't supposed to feel this way. I'll go meet the other, I'll go meet the real doctor, the orthopedic surgeon. He's like, what type of payments were you on? I was like, you know, I was on those Percocets, so you could just, you could shoot me some of those. <laughs> he was like, what? I was like, I was on Percocet. He's like, you shouldn't have been taking that shit. And I was like, no, that's what the guy gave me. Like, I, he's like, no, we're not giving you that. You, <laughs> you could just shoot me some more. You could just though. shoot me some more perks, feel me? He's like, no, no, there's no way you should have had that. And I was like, all right, bet. The doctor was like, here's these other things, like these knockoff. I think they were like Norco, some like half the strength. But bro, I can see how easily it can happen to people by like you go the wrong place and it's on you to be like, to be like, um, yeah, maybe that's not for me. Cause I could have been like, nah, nah, these don't work. I, Cause I can feel the difference. I can feel the difference between like a pain reliever versus just like, versus just feeling like Tiger Woods. I can feel the difference, right. nigga. 
So it's like I could have been like, nah, nah, this shit. I need those ones. Yeah. But after I start taking some, after I start taking something regular, I was like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be using. Like this, yeah. I wasn't supposed to be on horse tranquilizers. So if dude was going to the doctor, like I need oxy, and he's like, all right, nigga, where's the oxy then? He's like, maybe you don't need that. It's like, nah, my shoulder, she been killing me, b. All right, here's something else. What can you do? You know what yeah. I mean? So that's where it's at with that. I don't blame. So I don't blame the doctor. I blame. I blame um. I blame that nigga for selling drugs at the police car, because because here's the thing because Dale you Dale Dale you know Dale you know when you're doing some wild shit like that you always got like one friend or right. better yet a stranger that be like hey man this shit right here bro this ain't gonna end well for you and he had there somebody had bought drugs from him and I was like hey man you in the police car that's why he was so comfortable with it that when they asked him that one time. Uh, and in the police car, he's like, hell yeah. And he got in the car with me. He's like, how many do you need? I was like, man, like, man, just give me um, give me 10 of them. He's like, 10. He's like, yeah, man, give me 10. This shit ain't going to last long for you. So like, what you mean? You're selling drugs out of police car, my nigga. Like, what are you doing? Like, man, you always hate know how I get out. Whatever, bro. Give me the pills. This ain't going to be I've been doing this well. shit for two years. <laughs> you know what? You never going to catch me in the best yeah, volunteer. Yeah. You see my yoga yeah. views? I'll be selling them over at the volunteer spot. Niggas be asking me for the perks. They, they know I'm the perk. They know I'm the oxycot nigga. I blame, like, I, I blame that. Yeah, you talking about perks. You also know this, Dell. You don't know what else. You know what the, po- the police think. The police think me, me and you don't know this, Dell. But I'm gonna drop a bombshell. You ready for this bombshell, Dell? I'm ready. You wanna know? You wanna know why he didn't think he was gonna get caught? Why? Because he was selling them to the police too. That's yeah, that's why. what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I already knew <laughs> that. Why. Yeah, he definitely did. And then somebody was like, "Then he fucked up. He fucked up. He didn't have somebody shit. Somebody was like, nigga, give me thirty. He was like." Nigga, I shut all this situation down, nigga. I shut it all down. That's exactly. That's exactly. On some, on some American gangster shit, like, I'm gonna need twenty yeah. percent. Like, no, no. no. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. You Watch. ain't gonna go to jail. You ain't gonna go to jail. But you definitely gonna be done with your volunteer shit. You ain't gonna shit, do nothing, nothing. nothing to me, cause. Nothing. All right. Every time I watch any drug dealer movie, the niggas, every time I watch any drug dealer movie, and the niggas like, you got to pay taxes. They'd be like, no. They always die. They always so like, die. If I, when, like, if, if all else fails, and I start moving big packs, big packs, and Deputy Judd roll up on me like, hey, bro, listen, we could do this the easy way, or we could, I'll be like, how much you need? How much you do what you need? You need ten thousand. But see the problem. But see the problem with that. The problem with that though, right? Is when you too nice like that, then they gonna rape you. No Vaseline, cause then look, they gonna be like, nigga, we gonna go ahead and go get Ryan again. It's never gonna be enough. That's why the dudes be. That's why they be stopping and That's why they be like, like, cause we seen that in American Gangster. American Gangster, he, he was breading them out like, oh, I'm gonna pay off. And then they came like, no, nigga, you know what? Matter of fact, we gonna need all of that. He was like, all right. See, now this is bullshit I don't like. When y'all doing this shit, now you got to start taking out motherfuckers. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. You confuse it with a different movie. This is what happened, bro. Frank Lucas was moving real, real silent. Real silent. Nobody knew who the fuck he was. He, in the, he, he had to pay the Italians. Hold on, he had to pay the Italians, right? He's moving real, real slow who he was. And then what had happened was when Gigi bought him that coat and the police officer was like, was this fancy nigga right and that's when josh brolin thanos rolled up and was like hey man you out here you've been moving you i didn't know you were selling drugs that's what's up 
you know we're gonna need some bread. So he it wasn't like that, it wasn't like they, he was already paying. And Frank Lucas had always been like low-key hiding from the police. But then when they ran, that's why he that's why that's you're what right. got mad. You're right, you're right, you're right. You know what I was, you know, it is I, I was thinking about the same movie. I'm thinking about a particular scene when he says, where he says, I'm already paying you. I'm already paying y'all. Y'all don't know if you remember. He goes, I'm when they when they first approached him, he goes, I'm already paying y'all. Man, you if you, ain't, if you ain't getting your cut, you need to talk to such and such. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I think because I know, I know, I know Josh Brolin rolled up on him, but okay. I think, I think, you're, I think so. He may have been paying like some patrolmen. He was paying already. So, so no, I'm saying you're right. Okay. You're 100 right that that it didn't have nothing to do with them getting greedy because the people he was paying. They were getting theirs, and that's why he was being left alone. That's why he was able to move so quietly yeah. with so much ease, even though they probably didn't know the money was coming from directly for him. Yeah. And yes, when he showed up there with that fine-ass Puerto Rican model at the at the game, trying to look so fresh and so clean, and nigga at the front, they like, how did he get so here close to the game? Right. How did he get? Why does everybody know who he is? Yeah, he's over here doing all this shit, and that really happened. Yeah, yeah, because like at that time. That, at that time, you know, the only person who was really, really known for doing a lot of uh, a lot of movement like that, as far as a gangster, was your boy um, Nicky Barnes. Nicky Barnes. Yeah, he was trying yeah. to flash with big glasses and that's shit. That's what and he all wanted that. to do. But I think, I, but, but, <laughs> but that's my, but that's my thing, though, bro. I kind of feel like I feel like when it comes to that, you like it never stops, right? But the bread don't ever stop. Feel me? Right. It's like he actually got to the point where you moving, you moving heroin or whatever in caskets to back to the back to the Americas through like Vietnam bodies. Bro, just pay the police. Like, cause the thing uh, is, we all, we all, we that's my that's my thing, bro. We you can have anything, but you can't have everything. I mean, so when it comes to that, it's like all we see are all we see are the movies about the about the niggas that get caught that be trying to do too much. You know, why we don't see movies about the silent niggas because those niggas don't get caught. They just retire they and move out somewhere. They get going. You know, yo, you know, the, this is a shout out to everybody working in the bank. Y'all know that old guy that come in the bank and drink coffee, talk a little bit, crack an old ass nigga joke, and say, "Oh yeah, that's the I already know that who that guy, is." That yeah. guy used to sell heroin. Yep. All of those guys, they all they'd be like, "This is just stocks." It's yeah. stocks and real estate. No, it's not, Bob. You used to sell heroin. You always been quiet. Dirty shoes. Dirty shoes. Why? But no, now you put on a big jacket and go sit in the front. That's why you threw the jacket in the fireplace. Like, oh, I hate stunning. I hate it. Yeah. Um, peak, <laughs> anyway. But let's not, but let's not, let's not confuse, let's not confuse Officer Volunteer Roberts with Frank Lucas, Denzel. Nikki Barnes, the idiot. He's no, let's not give him no departed. Let's not think that he's that he's departed. Like he was moving, he was moving as part of the police, but still on the side doing drugs. Like he wasn't undercover. This was not the situation. He was fucking up. Roberts, your ass deserve <laughs> asshole of the day. Make a movie about this shit. Listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. No, to your point though, I'm saying if there was one officer, I was like, hey, listen, Frank. We gonna say we gonna say this guy's name was Frank too. His name was Luke Franks. His name was Lucas Franks. That's the guy that got arrested. That's his name, Lucas Franks. When the cops was like, "Hey man, like you know what I mean? Like you gonna have to give me a pill for free every month." He was like, "No." He was like, "You wouldn't want to give me one bill, but if you have 90, I can't have one. No, you ain't never no. gonna get none out of me, sucker." That's how he talks. Sucker, jive turkey. You going out of here? I run this. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. He was like, "All right, watch. You gonna give me one pill? I'll see you." And they cinched on it. So yeah, man. More here's the, the moral of the story is this: we all got to pay taxes. 
It's the moral of the story. That's that's where it's at. Some of us pay, some of us pay 30%, some pay 20%. Some of y'all don't pay nothing. Some of you gotta pay 40% because you make a hundred million dollars from the Warriors. That's how it goes. Those are the rules. So speaking of new rules, <laughs> I would say being woke and equality has got us in a lot of trouble recently because we can't really tell who is who. So uh Tennessee Mayor Curtis Hayes decided. Well, he signed Curtis. a bill. He signed a bill proclaiming that April is would be Confederate Month, and they would spend this month to recognize the Confederacy because take because of statues that have been torn down and the memory of the soldiers and has not been recognized. And the more and more you get rid of this history, the more you get rid of American history because the Confederacy is about America as well. So they've been trying to, this has been the third year in a row where they, they've declared it Confederate Heritage Month. And Del, I ask you this, I ask you this. When it comes to, when it comes to equality, and uh, wokeness, if you will. Do you feel like this is something that, that that the left has brought in itself? Or do you think that the right is purposefully being disrespectful, being like, you know what, I'm gonna show y'all what's really popular. We're gonna have a Confederate month to hope you get mad about it. Or do you think this is really like history? I think this is, I think this is the left pushing in on themselves, And I'll explain why. This is what happens when rep representation is so enforced, right? So now, and I, and and it's it's not in a bad way, but sometimes it's just when you push something long enough and it starts to like you mentioned it all the time, it starts to become its own its own bad guy, and that's what we're seeing. You start to see a turn of events because. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that with the common racist stuff that happens that us as black people, we want to we want to quit happening. But when you start to basically get the majority of the votes on your side, then you start to become the bigger opponent. So when you become the bigger opponent, the lesser opponent, even though they're might seem crazy sometimes it may seem like it should be fitting because now it's going against such a bigger opponent so with that being said is, is this the confederacy flag right the confederate the people who believe or support anything that represents anything to do with confederateness then those people are now a minority and because they were a minority, there's not a lot of support. When they go out and they get into a situation by being able to commingle with someone like a mayor, Curtis Hayes, and be able to kind of win over his vote to say, look, we're not getting enough representation. We did this and we did this, even though he might be looked at as he was fighting against this, but he did this and he did that and he did this and he did that, right? So then with those kind of things saying like, oh, he was a war veteran, he did this, but he did that. Now you get someone like Curtis Hayes, like, well, maybe we should get representation. Y'all deserve the representation sometimes. And you write that shit up and you sign it because of the simple fact in a lot of ways. Now you can say, look, I look on both sides. I, I see things from both sides. I see it from, from this end 
as me being a black man. And I also see it from their end that they aren't getting the representation by the people that they believe were heroes. Yeah. So things like that. So that's how the left plays itself because he's going to come out eventually when they talk to him and this is all, all said and done and he's going to explain it just like that. I ain't even read him. I ain't heard nothing he had to say. But yeah. I can tell you right now when he explains it, he's going to explain it to that fact that the Confederate people don't have enough representation and they're not getting they're not getting the support that they should. So this and this and this and this. And, the, and then all of the people that, that sway left are going to be like, well, he's wrong for that. And bashing. And literally, it's like you're doing the same hate that you are, but you don't want to put on there. These are facts. That's a solid bar. And I think that I think that what we forget is that we forget is you can only have like this. It's a yin and a yang to whatever happens in like in our society and history. And what I mean by that is like everyone wants reparations. Well, we want it. You know what I mean? Like we're still trying to work out like the descendants and who gets reparations and so on and so forth, right? But you can't have reparations without talking about like slavery. I mean, you can't have slavery without talking about like the Civil War. You can't have the Civil War without talking about the Confederacy. So what ends up happening is that it's good this happened. They actually, uh, it's not a uniform month. It's not a, uni- it's not a uniform government recognized month, but Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, and Virginia all recognize it. And you kind of have to have that to make like the point for reparations. Right. Because I think what we forget is like, if you tear down, you tear down all these statues, right? Just tear them all down or whatever, right? 200 years go by. Slavery, that wasn't slavery. We talk, what are you talking about? Well, no, there was a war. For what? What do you mean there was a war? That's why we got all the states. That's why some of the states like South and North. Nah, there wasn't, wasn't none of that. Everyone's always been free in America. Bruh, what you mean? Well, there's no history for it. Right, right. There's no history. But what are those underground KKK meetings? Oh no, them are those underground meetings. So you know, we got rid of those are myth. That's, that's those are myth. It was a myth. That's what they were saying about. That's what people. That's what like. That's what some some like thought. Some of the thought leaders felt like that was a good thing about Trump, and the good thing about Donald Sterling is that you could see those people like saying their vitriol out loud. You could see mm-hmm. them, but then when you put those people in the cut and they do like their own networks like underground, you can't. You don't know where they're at anymore. You turn on. You turn on all the statues. And you put them in the cut. And like they just they that's how redlining and stuff like that happens because everything happens behind closed doors so then you know i mean there's nobody out there to say that these things are happening or nobody out there to say that you know meaning that they're not self-snitching on ourselves they're not something that these things are happening or giving us the dialogue that these things are happening so when it happened we look crazy as people of color or people of poverty we look crazy when we're saying no everyone's against us like, that's why you can still to this day have so many brothers say, oh, man, the police ain't going to hire me because I'm an ex-con or this and this and this and that and things like that. Because of the simple fact that it, things were done behind doors. So it, and then you got other people saying, you sound crazy. That's why people will still say things like that. Like, you be sounding crazy. They be getting people jobs. People be doing stuff. That's why that's why you got to. I'm not. And I'm not saying like I'm not saying like you got to have somebody like Trump around. What I mean is that it's helpful almost to hear somebody in power that got voted for to be calling like people like be calling professional athletes sons of bitches and talk mm-hmm. calling Africa like a shit and, call, and saying Africa is a shithole country. Right. Hearing, hearing someone say that loud, like talking about grabbing women by the pussy. But that's the person that got voted in office. But you hear someone speak like that, and you'd be like. Like people that are like people that are like on the fence, like no, nah, America is perfect and everything's great, but there's some flaws. People that are, that are on the fence hear Trump be talk like that, and they say, 
Wait, white folks say that? Like, yes. I don't yeah. have any white friends say that. What that nigga say it? Like, damn, that's crazy. I, I thought I thought you and Dale was crazy. I mean, I believed y'all, but I thought y'all talking about like deep, deep, deep in the sewer people. No, this is a person that's on television. And I think that's what's kind of so if they want to have a Confederate mind, cool, so be it. That's that's fine. That's completely okay. That's cool. I just just long as long as in y'all Confederate mind, y'all don't go around there hanging no black people. Y'all don't go in there, like y'all don't go in there trying to bring down traditional, traditional, um, traditional things of the month. Like, y'all, we don't want to see none of the art traditional shit. Like, yeah, so in this one, we bring down slaves, then we whip them. We whip them once a month. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see, if y'all want to, if you guys want to pull out, like, your Confederate meals that you eat, like, like, unseasoned mashed potatoes and right. baked, baked carrots and potato salad with raisins, you do do all that and do that and, and take your flag. Y'all can have, y'all can have, I don't know, like, Lil John perform with the, with the Confederate flag on the album. He got the Confederate flag on. Do all that stuff. Like, that's cool. But just don't. But I would. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, don't make it too wild. Don't make it too wild. I was gonna say this is gonna be they. This is gonna be they white history month. This literally, this is literally what it's gonna be. This is about to be the. This is about to be white watch. You know what? And that that's kind of bro. Keep it real. That's kind of (laughs) cool. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why it's cool. I'm gonna tell you why it's cool. Shout out, shout out to uh, shout out to my Pacific Islander fam because May is Pacific Islander History Month, but. If you got all these other history months, right? And we don't have like a white history month, it kind of make it look, it just makes it sound like they get the whole year. But like, if you, if everybody get their own month, it's like, all right, we even now, like white history month. Okay, cool. That okay, means cool. That, that and, means, and, and, no, I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying. Like, cause it'd be like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know how it's like this, it's like, you know, there's a Mother's Day and a Father's Day, but like Father's Day, nobody, nobody really give fuck. But Mother's Day is like the shit. But if there wasn't a Mother's Day, like, all right, dads get one day, but mom is all year long. But you get both days, it's like, all right, man, like, white, and then white history might be like, how come our shit don't be popping? Like, black history might be popping. So they could compete, and everybody could compete against their month. Their month would be more lit versus being like, yeah, we get those niggas the February, and then we we lit the whole year. We out here, white folks. Mm." So, no, take, take a, take May, which is kind of weird, because I mean, now they can have May anyway, because it's April. It's April. Oh, it's oh, it's April. Yeah, how that? Because Easter, Jesus, all that, all that. <laughs> all that. But I will say this, and it's only fitting that a black man gave him this month. <laughs> yeah, that's the that, that's the plot twist for those. Yeah, I thought, thought that mayor was white. Yeah, <laughs> your he, man's he ma- like, yeah. <laughs> Curtis Hayes is a black man. I mean, you should know Curtis Hayes is a black man. You would right. people people would know that. So yeah, I mean. Shout out White History Month, I guess. Like, that's that's cool. You know, yeah. like, do that. It's popping. I mean, it's the way popping. I see it, it's like this. Like, we have, we have Black History Month, and they get White History Month, and then... And then you got Cinco de Mayo. And then, wait, I'm, I'm going to skip them for a minute. And then we go to Juneteenth. We go to Juneteenth, oh, and they be like, oh, we got to be more lit than White History Month. And now for Juneteenth, white folks be like, white folks, 4th of July, we got to be more lit than, like, the Juneteenth was. It just brings everyone together. Like, yeah. that's how it's going to work itself out. I mean, and then Cinco de Mayo and all the other stuff and a Women's History Month in March and all that, whatever. But hell of celebrations. Everybody celebrates. Hell of celebrations, man. Like, hell of representation. So now that's what I'm saying. Everybody's represented. Everybody wins. <laughs> and I think, like, and I think in a mixture, there's, like, one of those is, like, pride. Pride was a was Pride last month? I think so. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, think, Pride, don't know. I think Pride was last month. Well, Women's History Month was March. So wait, Pride's June. Isn't Pride in June? Pride is in June. Because when everything popped off, they was putting the black power face with the rainbow and just trying to put us all together in one thing. Yeah. That's Pride is in June, I think. I think so. So, so there you go. 
Yeah, so there you go. Everybody, everybody represented, and then everybody wins. And then after that, we just get to August, and then it's just fucking, it's just Leo time in this bitch from the first, from August first all the way to the twenty second. It's just, it's all us. It's lit. It's just all us, and then in the year could just all y'all, all y'all. In the all year could just end after that, like August no, it doesn't 22nd. end because there's a birth, because a birth of a god gotta happen. The year just end, like the birth of Jesus. We're just fades away, just. This goes less end of the year. That's how that's how we're gonna do it for now. Anyway, that's how we're gonna work it out. Because originally, 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 the year only had eight months. The last month of the year used to be August. This is true. Look it up according to the Greek calendar. No, wait, first off, first off, first off, <laughs> first off, what? <laughs> this is true. Look it up. This is fine, 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 fine. Ask, fine, ask fine. Galileo. Fine. Ask Galileo when he made the calendar. Good job. Good job. Good job. Your good job. You were born on an old ass month. So you are old ass motherfucker. Old ass what? You was born in one of the first, one of the pioneer months. You was born in one of the pioneer months. Me, I'm part of the new generation. You, you one of those. Saying? You one of those made up months. Nah, I'm a real. That's month. what it is. Like popping all of they had, they had January all the way to August because uh, uh, Augustus Caesar was like the last. This is from the Greek calendar. You know what I'm talking about. And after they start just making. Are you up Greek? Months, like, are you the Greek? Ninth, and then are you 10th. Greek? And then See how motherfuckers want. Motherfuckers only want to believe in shit when it benefits them. Like motherfuckers don't know all of the history about some Greek shit. This nigga couldn't pass Greek in, in high school though. I do know all the Greek stuff. I know that couldn't Nike, pass that. Couldn't pass that, Odessa. None of that. Nike, Nike is a female god of competition. None of that. He couldn't do nothing. 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 The biggest study ever. I remember. Like, well, she can't get all these gods. I don't understand why. We never Hercules, had to study. We never Hercules ain't the rock. Like, we Hercules never ain't the rock. Simple, uh, 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 is actually the guy that had to push up the rock. You got Sipolis. Look. Sipius uh, is the guy that had to push the rock up the hill. He was cursed to have to push this rock up, up the hill, push all the way to the top, and then go all the way down. He was cursed by Zeus. Look at him. He you got more he's questions? Smart. No, I don't have any questions. Good job. You know, I know this shit too, but it's not. I don't need to brag about it. Questions. I don't need to brag about it. You got more questions about about what I know about Greek mythology? You got any more? Okay. You brought this up. I don't know if you. I guess you brought this up to show you want to drop your Greek mythology on here. I'm gonna show up. You be your own people, man. Is she watching? Is she watching? She watching? Does she watch this episode? Is that what it is? She going? You talking about this episode? Whoever, whoever you trying to, whoever you trying to game that you know about Greek mythology. Listen, man, it be you say I be your own people. You try to tell them what you know about something. They challenge you. You be like, nah, I do know something. They say, see, you always trying to show out, but they try to punk you. Yeah, to show it be out. your own people. The more of this, out. the more of this episode is this. It be your own people. That's why Curtis Hayes had to start Confederate. <laughs> <laughs> Be he had to start white history. Start <laughs> Listen, let me ask you this, bro. Apparently, Chris Tucker is down to be in the last Friday movie if DC Young Fly will play his son. So I want to ask you this. You're the Friday aficionado. Is this movie happening or are these just more conversation pieces for us to talk about the movie to trick Ice Cube into making the movie? This is that was a trick to get Ice Cube to make the movie. That was DC Young Fly giving himself a plug to get to the bag again to say, hey, I'm trying to be in a Friday. I mean, come on now. We all know that DC Fly is a huge, uh, you know, play, gives a lot of respect to Chris Tucker. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure that we could tell that Chris Tucker's had a, a huge influence on even how he's probably moved on his career and things like that, knowing that I know Nick Cannon is his OG. But I know we know that, you know, a lot of his mannerisms come from somebody like a Chris Tucker. So, of course, 
it would be nice to see um, a film where that is represented, right? That is, that is, that is, that is highlighted that, you know, that Chris Tucker and uh, and your boy DC Young Fly have some kind of like, some kind of game. DC Young Fly again was also one of those things where DC Young Fly was supposed to be talked about being in the last Friday already. DC Young Fly along with O'Shea Jackson Jr. was supposed to be like the new Craig and Smokey. That's always been a big rumor and things like that. And I think that that's just kind of pushing that narrative. However, what I will say is this. I think um, I do like I do like that there's still always this uh, mystery of if there was another Friday coming on, right? But I think we need to go ahead and just we can keep it up there. We can keep it up there forever, right? Is there ever going to be a Friday? Fine. How long do y'all want to ride it like y'all want to ride if Tupac's still alive? Fine. It's not going to come. And the reason why is because all of the major, a, a, a great amount of characters are missing out. You know, you got Debo, uh, you got you got your boy uh, Pops missing out. You know what I'm saying? So those are huge components to the game, right? Um, then to put Chris Tucker in, is Chris Tucker even still, you know, can Chris Tucker even still be a be a Smokey? And then again, like, is that what people are expecting? Because if Chris Tucker comes into another Friday, Chris Tucker's coming in as a pastor. I'm telling you this right now. Chris Tucker's going to be a pastor. The Smokey might be, and especially if they're trying to do the whole DC Young Fly thing, then DC Young Fly is going to be his son. Chris Tucker ain't going to be the same until the end of the movie when he finally hits some weed and then he becomes the old Chris Tucker. I'm telling you all that right now. That's all it's going to be. They're not going to have Chris Tucker be coming out being, what's up, man? It's Smokey, man. You know what I'm saying? He might be a pastor at a minute for a church and he might have some of those particular things where he's like, you already know, man. And back when I was smoking the weed and things like that, he's going to be doing some shit like that in a church. Right. And then and what's going to happen is, is that Ice Cube, Ice Cube's also going to be a part of it too. And Ice Cube's going to somehow be going to the church or just going how, like I started going to such a church, my boy smoked the church and da, 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 right? And even, because all of these guys are older. So the only thing they're going to try to do is try to enlighten the church and the fact that even to the point, Chris, and the reason why I say church, and a lot of people are like, why are you seeing church? Because Chris Tucker's very Christian now. He's very Christian. So he's going to highlight that in this comedy. Even now, he hasn't even funny being, being on um, being on stage like that no more. I, we just saw like a live that he had. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, um, he just had a special on Netflix not too long ago. It wasn't really that, 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 that well done. But I can't see it being done, bro. I don't see it being done. I like the fact that we keep it in the air Oh, we could always have this. What if there was this final Friday that's out there somewhere? I wish they would just say they made it and never did it. Like it's like a, it's like it's like a, uh, it's like the Dr. Dre's um, Chronic Two or what was the detox? detox. It, it was detox. So it's yeah. the it's the detox. So it just ne- we just never hear it. It's 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 it's, it's the response to it's the response to uh, it's Drake's response to to, to push it. We just yeah. never hear it. I'm I'm down for uh, I'm down for uh, something we recorded and never heard again. I'm down for yeah. that. I also think that it's like the, um, it's kind of like Friday is like Friday is like hangover, right? Mm-hmm. In the sense where uh, they got Friday, they got worse and worse, and to me, but they got 
everyone has different appreciations for them and they, they all exist and they all exist in like a different format for everyone. Like some people like other ones more than I like the first one. Like I like the first Friday and the first Hangover way better. Um, they're both very creative and they both have like, they both have like a danger element to them because you don't know what's going to happen, right? There's, there's very, there's like, there's extremely deep parts of Hangover and Friday, very deep parts. And the second and third versions, it's more the third version, you just get completely comical. Then the second one, it's like, well, you guys are doing a lot in this just to have a second movie, which is fine because it's part of the art of putting a good movie together. The dope thing about those movies is that they're also time capsules for what was going on at the time. So when you look at next Friday, you have like the immersion of Day Day, you got Michael Blackson, you got you got a you have a really classic outstanding busy bone song called Friday Day. It's one yeah. of the best, it's one of the best songs ever made in hip-hop it's an outside even if you even if you don't smoke that's a song for you like that's just, it's a vibe it's like it, it's it it releases the type of dopamine that guapole closer releases and yeah. obviously you got friday for next we throw every comedian in there you got the immersion of cat williams and, and you guys are to throw terry cruz in there and you bring everybody together and you, it's, it's a good movie i don't think you can add anything else to that and i think it's got to kind of sit where it's at if you do do something like that get really creative and then call it do something like thursday a friday film Mm -hmm. and then you do whatever you want to do kind of like how breaking bad when they wrapped up breaking bad they had the jesse paintman movie called el camino a breaking bad film that way you don't got no expectations it's just part it's just part of the story of a friday film since everybody's dead r.i.p you can have Thursday or Friday film and have DC Young Fly figure his life out or whatever. He runs into like, he runs into Debo's cousin, um, Sticky Fingers from fr- from next Friday, something like that. He runs into Michael Blackson, just kind of like random people. It's kind of like, just just like how they do a Better Call Saul. You don't have, you don't have like, I mean, not yet. Jesse Pinkman and Walter White and them haven't showed up yet, but you still have like these itty bitty characters that pop up. So like the biggest main character from, from Better Call Saul from Breaking Bad, other than Saul, is the Chicken Man. Right. But other than that, you just got like in Mike, uh, Dirty Mike with the ball head. But other than that, you just have like these other sub characters. I think you could do like Thursday or Friday film, and you don't. There's no expectations. DC Fly can run the whole shit. Like he could be, he can. He don't even gotta be. He don't even gotta be Chris Tucker's son. He could be like Chris Tucker's like nephew. That way you could like you do so much separation. You pull apart so much. Was like, oh, this is cool for what it is, and then you put yeah. then you put for what it is on it. But if you make a last friday and try to like kevin hart in there as like i don't know uh phase on loves ice cream homie it's just <laughs> stop just don't do that you know what i mean so i'm i'm all for something like that but i like the myth of it never being dropped in ice cube ice cube is such an artist yeah ice cube is such an artist in his own right where he's never gonna do it then we're right. not gonna do no boys to it too. Like he he's never gonna do it because he's like, I love where this is at. Cause if do anything else, do anything else would be would be belly too. And nobody, nobody ever wants to see belly too. Just like Jay-Z said, never be Eric Benet. Ever be all the hip hop fans Benet. are like, never be belly too. Never right. be belly too. Never be it. And another, but you know, to your point about them making some all brand though. Don't you kind of fear that it could be something like a um, like a house party when they did it with IMX and them or immature? What you don't they, remember? They that made, they oh, they made a house party four. They made a house party four, but it was called House Party Four. 
It was called House Party 4. That's what I mean. Like, it's all in the titling. Like, you're a branding guy. You're a film guy. It's all in the right. titling, right? So if you say, that's what I mean, like, Thursday, a Friday film. Call it that. Don't call it Friday 4. It's all, even like, well, they Coming to America was called, was it part two? What was it called? It was called Coming, it was to, called America. Coming to America. Coming to America. Coming to America. So that's what I'm saying. Like, the, ex, the expectations for things are in the titles. Even yeah. with the, even with the, um, the Sopranos, the Sopranos movie, the Many Saints, the Many Saints in Newark. A Sopranos film. If anybody watched a movie, they'd be like, "This just seemed hella incomplete." And it was not a it was not a Sopranos movie. It was many signs in Newark, and the the movie is the movie's about Christopher Maltasante's dad. So you mm-hmm. can just do a film about something, and then don't got to be all the hype. If they could have did IMX House Party film, cool. But you got to do that in the nineties. You put part four and part six and part nine on a, in the nineties, so everybody go to the movie theater, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? They try to put, run it. You got to yeah. run it. But in these digital times with like legacies, nah, bro. Just if you put DC Finding, it'll call it a Friday film, niggas to go see it, but it don't gotta go under the whole, it don't gotta be in the part four shit. And not to no offense, I just don't wanna see DC fly in another one of a classic hood movie um, duplicate. Not no offense to DC Fly. I think DC Fly is a big star on his own. And I think he doesn't need to do any remakes. Or, or be a part of any remakes because he's been a nope. part of too many he's been a part of too many hood remakes he's been a part of the uh the the, the remake for um i got the hookup he's been a part of uh how high two um and and, and, to he, and and to hear that he might be a part of this is just like come on bro we need to just we don't need to see dc young fly do all of that let's put dc look look to me i think he's doing great with the 85 south thing i think he's doing great with the wild and out thing but it's like we're trying to like and 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 and, and we're putting we're really fucking up his career doing this shit because like they did that shit, they tried to do that shit with the TRL thing too. Like bring him in so he'll be the nigga of TRL. And it's like, bro, like, and then the TRL fails, and it's like, it's because nigga DCM5. No, it's because a good movie this nigga be in is putting this fool into a movie somewhere where it's like about like Atlanta gangsters or shot town shit or something like that, like another Atlanta. You want to put him into something, put him into a real version of Atlanta. Like the uh, the ATL the uh, the movie, or just, his, the, or just his own movie, his own like, movie. Some shit own, that, no, that's, I, I see. No, I see. Only only reason I was putting DC Fly out there is because that's what the topic was on. I'm saying if that, yeah. I'm saying if, if you got to do it, that's what right. I'm. I'm saying if you got, I don't think you should. Do, I don't think they should do anything. I don't yeah. think they should do. They to me, they should do nothing. But if you got to do it, just don't name it that, and the pressure's off him. And another reason why Ice Cube don't do it is because every year that go by, is someone is someone else popping that want to be in it. So, yeah. you, so now I swear to cast 300,000 niggas. And then after like, let's say after like, I don't know, 12 to 18 months, you have to put me in it. Now it's yeah. like, oh, I can't not put Ryan Humor in it because he popping. So damn, you know what I mean? Now they like, oh, should they have Ryan Humor? Should he pop in there and be Debo's nephew? Or should he be like Big Worm's nephew? Or like, what's Ryan going to do? So then, then now I'm putting more, now I'm putting too much pressure on Ice Cube and that's messed up to him. And I'm not going to be the type. That's not putting too much pressure on Ice Cube. You know what I mean, Dale? Like, well, why are you looking at me like that? Well, the, want, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about? Like, understand? Like, I don't, no, you don't. No, no, I don't think you can ever put pressure on Ice Cube. And I don't think that that's what he'll be ever be thinking about that. Like, oh, I, not to say you're not going to get big and raw, but I just don't think he's going to be looking for you to be being in any Friday movie. That's not going to be Pause, his top bro. seller. Pause. Just, uh, say that. B- big and raw? Pause. See, man. I said, Stop! Stop! Pause, stop, stop! 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 We're yeah, talking about we're, we're talking about your success. Wow. Talk about your success. We're not talking about what you probably told her last night. Wow. But look, 
but this is this is the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing. I want to ask you this. I want to ask you. Did you happen to see that Ice Cube? Just speaking of Ice Cube and the legend, in the legend that he does have. Did you happen to see that uh, he did a he did a uh, a versus? I know oh. you don't like the verses like that, but he did a versus with Scarface. For real? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was pretty. It, it, I will say this: it wasn't that interesting. They did it out of Houston. It wasn't that interesting, but Ice Cube did his thing, and oh. I would like to see him because a lot of people. I felt like a lot of people worried about why he wasn't a part of. As much as we enjoyed the halftime, uh, the halftime for the Super Bowl, a lot of people questioned about him not being a part of that West Coast, you know, emerges being that he is one of the shit is probably the founder of gangster hip hop. Um, If not, you know, so a lot of people wondered that, but especially with him and Dre being so close that he wasn't a part. Right. Um, But to see him perform on this kind of like versus stage and things like that, and just still, and you forget how big, Ice Cube's catalog is and how much he took over the 90s um, being really the backbone for the West Coast but it was just very interesting to see that and of course to see Scarface do his thing in and kind of run it but Scarface was kind of forgetting some of his music and things like that kind of didn't remember some of his songs he's a little bit more up there in age but for Ice Cube Ice Cube had so much energy it would be nice to see him do a versus with someone um mainly i would want to see him to be honest with you do a versus and i'm gonna ask you next would you who you would want to see a versus with if you could with ice cube but i would say i would want to see ice cube do a versus with master p yeah yeah that's good um yeah that would be I'm trying to think of like yeah that would be that would be good that that it, I wouldn't know who to choose so I would choose I mean has Buster Rhymes done one yet Buster Rhymes hasn't done one yet if I if it wouldn't be Master P then probably Buster Rhymes I think it'd be interesting because like Ice Cube has like Ice Cube has like Ice Cube has his own trap music and he's got club hits and Master P has like a bunch of like trap music and like semi-club hits but they all just hit though and right. that would be like it would just that would be some generational shit yeah i would i would like to see that or ice cube versus uh or ice cube versus buster because i think oh, my only my only problem my only problem with master p is that is like he's incredibly underrated yeah like yeah. so it would be like it would be like a lot of like not even not even like hip-hop heads but like there's a different there's a different niche of us that that not not even all hip-hop heads appreciate master p so it's like a niche of people that like appreciate Master P. And I don't know if it would get the pub that like Buster Rhymes would get. But I know Bust, I know, I know Master P has a catalog. I know that for a fact. But right. I don't think it would get the appreciation. But no, nah, you're right. That's a good, it's a solid matchup. And and the reason why I said that too is because they they both pioneered in the game at two levels. The movie game, being independent artists. Um, and and um and also I just think and a big thing that I wanted to th- that I thought about at first was E40 versus uh, Ice Cube. Nah, but yeah, and that's when I said I said I said no because of the weight that Ice Cube has over. Like, not to say that E40 ain't big in California, but Ice Cube is 
huge, so huge. And not this, like, I love 40. I love yeah. 40. And E40 made such a big impact to me on the culture in general. Right. But when I think about Ice Cube, it's just like Ice Cube, as far as a versus, would have to be against somebody who really, like, stood the test of time. Not that he did not, not that E40, and I hate saying this, that he did not stand it because he definitely stood the test of time, but stood the test of time at a, at a level where it's like, you know what I'm saying? Mainstream. Yeah, Main Street. That's, right. that's the word Period. I'm looking for. That's the same way I feel about Master P. Like, I, yeah. feel like, I, feel like, I feel like Master P, Master P is significantly more popular than E-40 for a lot of reasons, but also because of where Master P is from. But they mm-hmm. both have the same, like, if Master P made as, if Master P made as much music and business as E-40, he would be just as popular as E-40. But Master P owns shoes, snacks. He played for the rappers, all this other stuff. So Master P, Master P had to do a Master P had to do a lot, a lot of shit, a lot of shit to still only be as popular as he is. Because if you if Master P, if Master P was a New York nigga, like bro, he would be president. Right. Like Master P has done more than Diddy. Diddy just Diddy just you could just see more of Diddy's money, right? Yeah, yeah. But like you talk about ten years from now, and I still be on top. Yeah, I thought I told you that we won't stop. That's Master P. Yeah, like what do you want? Like his son is famous. Like, yeah, what do you want? So, like his son was on a versus, bro. Like, what do you want? So, yeah, man, no, that would be solid. Does that does that segue into your track of the week? Or if you don't, I have a track of the week. No, no, no. All you you have a track of the week until you get this list done. That's just it. Come on, bro. You gotta you gotta support our people, man. They we waiting. Like, I was just looking at the viewer count the other day, but I seen two people fall off. Bad, just two right, out of the I millions. Got, I got another like, one. I got another one. This is actually that's how close we watch. We actually so y'all better <laughs> just so y'all for real. Y'all better pull up. Nah, this is actually um I still I still have I still have a couple on the list, but but I do want to I do want to make a a, a a shout out slash um slash track of the week. Okay, so. One of our good listeners, man, our homie from back in the day, Camino Court, Alameda Street Boys and Girls Club, homie Stephen Walton came through to my show yesterday, pulled up on me in Stockton Ooh. at the Dealer's Choice show and um, took us, took me back, seeing him in like a little kind of like plaza where we used to chill out, we used to do our thing. It took me back to a while. We used to all just wild out and cause problems. So, <laughs> so uh, the track of the week, this y'all should work out to this. Y'all should work out to this to this this week. Track of the week is Bone Crusher. I never scared. Oh my <laughs> the god! Reason, the reason I chose the song, we used to all go meet Dale, meet Dale, homie Bubba. Shout out V Man, Rome Gutter, damn, homie Obi Wan. We used to do these dances at the Golden West multi-purpose gym room, and they play all these old tracks talking about Nelly and uh, break. Uh, Sharp, sharp and edge. Wait, what's the jagged edge? Where the party at? Nelly, yeah. Di, Bone Crusher. I never scared everything you could think of. And sometimes we'd be like, when you were outside the club, and you think like we would really be like really ready to go in there and just throw our jerseys around in the air. And seeing him yeah, have one of my, have one of my good friends, one of my brothers, one of my one of my nearly three decade friends, pull up on me to practice my craft took me back to a time when we could never even imagined how far we'd be like on this journey we all call life. So Absolutely. shout out to my brother for coming out. Shout out to him for listening. He's actually going to pull up on us uh, within the next several weeks because he has some interesting, he's got an interesting take about James Harden. I'm actually going to give y'all a plug. And he said this a couple months ago. 
So this ain't on some new shit. He said this a couple months ago. He said he can name 15 players better than James Harden that you would take on your team. So he gonna pull up on us a couple weeks for that. And we got a much longer guest list for y'all that's coming soon. So per usual, y'all can be anyone world right now. But y'all here with us, we appreciate that. Hey man, and if you made it this far, right before you go ahead and click off, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that way you stay notified on all of the new content that we drop um so yeah so that new episode that you're waiting on the only way you're going to be able to get notified of it if you hit the subscribe button that's the bell right there but then make sure you hit the like button make sure you follow us on all of our pages you can find them all that's twitter instagram youtube we even have our own web page at the dell and ryan at the dell and ryan report any of those all you have to do is look it up on any of those platforms and we should be the only people that pop up if you're watching this you know our face so it should be easy to recognize so till next time Oh, wait, wait, before we go, I got to make sure we always give them a love, right? And if you made it this far, just know we here at the Dell and Ryan Report really, 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 really fuck with you. So till next time, go ahead and cue the music. <laughs>